Hey everyone, my name is Michael Ray. I am with Nick the Marketer and we have Christy with Wishes Travel and Lamar with Lampshade Consulting here. And we're trying something different. So obviously as you can tell, we're all remote right now, still dealing with COVID-19, still trying to you know, basically maintain our distance when we can. And we had an idea. So we decided like we, if we have this opportunity to talk to each other and how can we help people, right? And so this is a good time where Wishes Travel, you know, they deal with travel, they're a travel agency, so they deal with travel. Travel is a big question right now of what's going on in the world. And then Lamar with the financial coach piece of it, you know, how do you financially plan for these type of things? So we decided, how about we do this? How about we talk about how to plan for a honeymoon? Uh, what does that look like? Because I know from uh, my wife, she's a wedding photographer, so we hear this a lot of, um, people talking about their honeymoons and then the issues that come up or it costs way more than they thought it was going to cost and all these mm -hmm. things. So we're going to take a couple minutes of your time here and kind of go through what are, you know, what does that look like for a honeymoon? What, um, what are some like buyer beware examples? Like, you know, you never thought about this and that's why we're here to help you think about it. Uh, and hopefully you guys, everyone will get a little bit out of it and then, of course, whenever we put, the, put this out here, we'll have links to the websites. And if you want to message us and have questions later, happy to answer that for y'all. But I'm going to pass it to Christy now. She's going to talk uh, a little bit about what she does and then a buyer beware example. And then we'll go to Lamar as well. Sounds good. Sorry, I had to change my background. My hair kept coming and going. So I <laughs> <laughs> uh, love the uh, virtual world we live in right now. So my name is Christy Mossolino, and I own and manage Wishes Travel with my husband. Uh, I've owned the company for eight years, and we specialize in sending people on Simply Magical vacations all over the world. So we've done everything from sending people to Greece, to Ireland, to Hawaii, lots of honeymoons, lots of Caribbean, lots of Jamaica, and then lots and lots of families to Disney. So that's kind of our specialty, and uh, we look forward to being able to resume that as soon as all this COVID stuff kind of settles. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And then Lamar, uh, a little bit about yourself. Yeah, sure. Hey guys, I'm Lamar Maiden. I own a company called Lampshade Consulting and I'm a financial coach. I like working with people that are going through life changes, specifically people that are about to get married. Um, new couples here and they're trying to plan that honeymoon, trying to plan that perfect vacation right after. But I don't want to get stressed. I want to have a good time. And too many times they go get married and boom, they're right off to the honeymoon. It's like, gosh, I'll take a little break here, breathe a little bit, have a little bit of fun. Don't get so caught up in all the details, but you know, why are you doing this? So my big thing is, um, you know, kind of figure out why you want to do, why you want to go where you want to go, your priority, what's most important to you and stuff like that is kind of what, what my goal is to help the clients out with. Nice. Very good. So now I mentioned earlier about this idea of a buyer beware example. So Christy's smiling pretty big right now. <laughs> oh yeah, I got a good one. <laughs> I mean, it's safe to say that in your industry, there are probably some wild, wild things that happen that we probably don't want to imagine for ourselves. Yeah, so what's yeah. a good example of a buyer beware? I could give you about a million of them from COVID. So I won't go there because that's more of an anomaly. But you know, once things resume, I've got a really good story of that I can give you for just a normal vacation gone wrong. So yeah. You know, a lot of times clients will come to us for like a Disney trip, but think they can do it on their own and book with like an online travel agency for a trip to the Caribbean or Jamaica or something like that. So we had some cute honeymooners that had done a big Disney trip on their own with their family. 
but decided that they wanted to save some money and go to Cancun on their own. So I, I wasn't involved with their trip at all on this aspect, but all of a sudden one day I get this crazy phone call. It's like 9 p.m. at night and it's the client, it's my original client's daughter and she's in a panic mo panicked mode standing there at the hotel. It turns out that the online travel agency that they booked with uh, never, never actually paid the hotel supplier for the trip. So it looked like it was paid in full, but there were some hiccups along the way. Now this could be something that was remedied if it wasn't nine o'clock at night and their phone lines were not closed. Mm -hmm. So uh, the easiest solution for us, because it wasn't our booking and it's actually a, the supplier that she used is not one we ever booked with because they're not reputable, was for us to actually rebook her while she's standing there at the front desk for their honeymoon at the same resort. So, um, and told her when she gets back, she needs to call that online company and deal with that later. But right now, let's solve the problem that we have at hand. Got it fixed for her, um, had, went on her merry way. But when she got back, I said, well, how was the rest of the trip? Did I hopefully make it smooth for you? And she said, well, Christy, she goes, we'll never do that again. She said, my husband and I never read any of the fine print of the resort that we were staying at. We had our romantic honeymoon dinner for one of the nights, spent a lot of upcharge up and money that we didn't expect to spend because we didn't realize it was not the part of the package. And we didn't realize he had to have a sports coat. So we spent money we didn't have. He sat there in an ill-fitting sports coat for this, what was supposed to be the romantic dinner of our honeymoon. So that's, again, an example of how the client looked, thought she saw a good deal, didn't do her research, and it turned out to not be the honeymoon that they had always anticipated. You know, it, that kind of reminds me of when, uh, if you ever try to apply for car insurance online or, <laughs> yes. you know, or an auto loan online and all of a sudden you get blown up with a million people trying to contact you and it's all, it's never what you actually need. And then ends up, and if you end up going that route, you end up spending more money than you realize and you thought yeah. you were getting a good deal. And, and I think all of us here can attest to like, you know, working with local people when you have the opportunity to is always better, uh, especially when you can literally see them face to face or in this world, at least know that you're in the same area code and say, I need help. And yeah. you can tell that I need help. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that client, she what she didn't realize is we would have booked her the exact same hotel space. I mean, she would have had an oceanfront room at the same exact resort. But what we would have done is ensure that the room was booked because we use a reputable supplier and probably been able to surprise her with a bottle of champagne in the room because we know oh, yeah. that, you know, we know the supplier. We... Uh -oh. That's the advantage that you never get when you're booking online at, mm -hmm. you know, whatever website, cheap.com. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, that's funny. So Lamar, do you have any buyer beware examples or anything that, uh, something that people may not have thought about? What I was thinking of, she was, she was making me think of a few things, you know, one day, of course, she's in a travel agency. She, she's going to come up with those ideas for you and, and know what people have done in the past that just didn't work out. But a couple of things really come to mind and they don't think about it. Um, let's say you are going overseas, you're traveling overseas. A couple of things people don't think about. Number one is, are you bringing your phone with you? If you're going to have your phone with you, do you have international calling on it? Do you have international messaging? Or you just go connect to the internet, what's going to happen? You got to think about that because I've seen some of those charges with a few clients and they were really high. And it's hard to get them to, to reverse the charges and put you in a different package. So thinking that ahead of time and being proactive about it really, really helps out with them. And, and they don't come home stressed and get this bill in the mail like, oh my gosh, what do we, what do we call? Who do we call when we're up here? Um, another good example on the kind of the same lines is 
um, calling your bank ahead of time. So, you know, if you use your debit card overseas, you have to get them to tell them it's international. And they've got to tick a little button and ask you a few questions and turn it on. It takes a few minutes to do them um, with your banker. And that way it protects you too, um, turns on the protections and whatnot too, make sure you're set ready to go. So having, having those things in place too is, um, I've seen a very, very important to keep the stress away from it because nobody wants to go there and they go eat dinner and they hand the card and what happens? Sir, your car's been declined, it's not working. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or, or you're having an emergency of some sort, you're trying to use your phone and you, you go, sorry, your phone's not set up for international calling. So oh, yeah. don't want that to happen. So some, some things to watch out for when you're over there. Yeah, some of the simple things, like like you said, like these things probably take five, ten minutes to prepare and do. It can save you hours or days and thousands of dollars of issues mm -hmm. down the road. That's that ounce of preparation for a pound of whatever, uh, that type of thing, definitely. So, well, good. So let, let's get into the meat of this. So we're talking about booking a honeymoon. So, and let's be honest, most people who book their honeymoon probably have never done that before. Uh safe to say most of them and then and they're probably trying to do an an exclusive resort something you know experience driven big you know it's probably going to in most cases this might be the biggest vacation they've ever taken to this point or ever in their life and one that they've paid for <laughs> yeah exactly yeah point. exactly this is the first like uh, no parents allowed vacation yep um and but here's the thing like as with anything if it's the like it's the first time buying a home first time buying a car first time booking a honeymoon you just you, what you do is you typically go online you do a bunch of google searches and you hope you find all the right answers right. um and then you think and especially in our today's age where oh i can make my own decision i don't need somebody to help me i'm better than that and the reality is that's not always the best solution uh you especially let's be honest a honeymoon is something technically speaking you probably only have once in your life and you want to make sure it's memorable and you want to make sure that it's a good memory not a bad memory mm -hmm. and so our goal is you know part of this is let's talk about what does that honeymoon look like why does it look like that and what can we do to help you make a better decision and we're not saying go hire us go hire christy right now go talk to lamar how to prepare for the budget side of it we're just saying take these tidbits and apply to what you're thinking right? mm -hmm. straightforward uh but let's get right into it so we have a couple of questions to go through for just a little bit of a guide on today's episode but uh the first question out of the gate is uh what is what's on your wish list for honeymoon like, what is that so from christy's standpoint what is people typically looking for on their perfect wish list perfect honeymoon that type of thing we always encourage our clients to at least come to us with a little bit of research under their belt first. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's really hard for us to be able to say, if they come to us and say, hey, where do you want to go on your honeymoon? Well, I want to go someplace warm and tropical. Well, <laughs> there's a lot of places that can meet that, that need. So um, we try to at least get them thinking with some, with some questions that, that uh, we start with to say, well, what type of vacation do you want? Are you planning on laying by a beach, uh, a white sand beach with uh, with an ocean because you want to go swimming in it? Do you not really care if it's a swimmable beach, but you want a nice white sand beach, but uh, a town nearby where you can go and have some nightlife? Are you looking for an adventure? So one of the first things we do is that. Secondly, with that same conversation, because this helps us um, kind of narrow down their de destination, is their budget. Um, there's a very big difference between staying at a luxury resort in, 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 a, in a, an island that's a little more exclusive like Antigua or St. Lucia 
um, you know, the, the British Virgin Islands than going to Jamaica or Mexico. So, you know, both are going to give you that a, a white sand beach tropical experience, but the resort and the flights are going to be very different. So we need to know budget and what style of vacation that you need. Awesome. So, and so Lamar, she mentioned budget a few times. Uh, I mean, how does it, one even start to even think about how to budget for something like this? Where, you know, what is it? I mean, because I know that and we, when we were preparing for this episode, there was discussions of like, hey, you don't have to pay for your honeymoon in one shot. Um, there are options around that. So Lamar, talk a little bit about, you know, budget-wise, like how do people even prepare for this? So What's some expectation? The first thing we got to figure out, and, and Christy sort of mentioned this, is they get to do a homework. we got to know what's most important to them. What are their, I mean, we know why they're going on their honeymoon. We hope they know why they're going on their honeymoon. We want to know kind of what's priority, <laughs> priority for them. Um, you know, pick a couple of things out. What, what, what do you see most important? Is it's got to be next to a beach? Is it I've got to be on a cruise? Is it I've got to go to Disney where the ears? What is it that's most important <laughs> to you? Or the uh, Mr. and you know, Mr. and Mrs. Ears, whatever they are, you know, at, at Disney, is that most important to you? Once we have that, we can start making a list of okay. Tell me the next thing that's most important. Okay, well we, we have we got to fly. We're not driving. Okay, that's number three. Number four, what's up? Okay, we we care about the suite. We care about the room. We care about the food. We're gonna start making these lists out, and we're gonna list everything possible we can come up with. It'd be a good brainstorming session. And then they'll kind of know, they can Google these answers, how much do these little items cost? Get an idea, they can talk to Christy about that or, or Google it, whatever it is, and kind of get an idea how much they're gonna spend on that. And they'll put how much money they have available and start subtracting. They're probably gonna get to a point where they're negative, like, okay, we gotta clean this up a little bit. We can't quite get into um, this. All right, we can have a suite without the hot tub in it, stuff like that. And, um, you know, really get something they can afford and, and they're happy with what they chose because that's what they wanted to do. So that's really how you, how you start with it. There's, there's some more involved to it, some more exercise, but that, that's the basics for it. Well, and I was going to say, and that goes into part of the why. So obviously, you know, yes. someone can say, I want everything in my honeymoon. <laughs> uh, and, but then the we, list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I'll just take all of that, please. But, uh, but there's a reality check of budgets and things like that, and then just right. the reality of you just don't have enough time, per se. True. Uh, but when we look into the why, why, why do you want to be on the beach or why do you want to be in the mountains? Why do you want to be an all-inclusive resort? Why, why is that jacuzzi hot tub so important? Uh, and I think that's something we should talk a little bit about because I'm sure, Christy, you probably hear a lot of whys. We want all these things. And then when they boil down to it, they don't have a great reason for the why. So let's save you a little money and put it toward the real whys. Yeah. Uh, you want to just have a place where it's good food and you can just relax the whole time. Or do you want to be pure adventure and be mm -hmm. all sorts of stuff? So yeah, Chrissy, talk a little bit about that. So with the whys, you know, a lot of times if we, if the whys lean us more towards like they really want the resort experience, we can really focus in on moving them to different destinations where we have a list of preferred hotels that we can go. So if they want, excuse me, if they want the, um, the, uh, the hot tub in the room and they want that and they want all this stuff that they really were thinking about going very exotic, we can probably pull them back and move them over to an amazing resort in Jamaica or in um, Riviera Maya that's going to offer all those bells and whistles for a fraction of the cost because you've saved so much in airfare. Um, so, you know, we, we really do take those top priorities and kind of move it around and figure out where they want to be. So, and then also, you know, but if the whys, like for the adventure side of things, outweigh everything, so then we say, if you're going to be on an adventure, 
then how much time are you really going to be in that room? Yeah. And so maybe that oceanfront room um, in Belize isn't as important as it is to spend a couple extra days, cut off some of the island or the time on the islands there and move over into the jungle area and uh, stay at one of those resorts. So we really do work with that to try to find how many of their top whys fit into the destination within their budget. Nice. Is there, have you ever come across a client that uh, could never figure out what they really wanted and you kind of had to steer them a little bit? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> a, a lot of, a lot of the times that is, that is the case. Um, especially we do, when we find first timers that have never really traveled on their own. Mm -hmm. um, the other one problem we run into is that everybody's got an opinion. So all their friends come at them and give them, well, I stayed here or my family helped us with this honeymoon at this location. So a lot of times brides do come to us with a budget that's not realistic. And so we have to kind of reset expectations and say, hey, either we're going to have to do a couple things. One, we either have to push the time out a little bit. And this is where Lamar comes in about, you know, budgeting for a longer period of time. If that's a must do for you. Or two, what, again, looking back on the whys, what 10, and this is another question we ask, what are you 10 years from now looking at? What, back, looking back on your honeymoon, is the most important thing that you want to tell the story of what you did for your honeymoon? Nice. And from that, we're able to usually set the expectations and kind of figure out where they need to go. I, I like that, that approach of 10 years from now, what do you want to remember about it? Uh, that's a very good question. I think people could probably ask on a lot of different services, <laughs> not, not just the honeymoon or trips, but like, my goodness, what, what it's kind of like, what do you want to be remembered by? You know, that almost is basically what you're saying to a certain degree, which is pretty cool. Um, and even, yeah, I, I love that question. I wish we, uh, I feel like that should be asked more often uh, for lots of other things, but uh, very good. I really enjoyed that. Um, and that kind of, moves us into talking about pricing and so forth. And I, and I realize there's a million factors in these things when it comes to pricing. And we talked about the idea of doing a simple, um, like a ballpark pricing approach. And then we can look at Lamar and say like, what does that look like from a budgeting standpoint? And almost like, I wonder if there's even some rule of thumbs that people need to go for in terms of what makes sense and what doesn't, because yeah, I mean, I'd love to say I had this great, wonderful trip worked out, but I didn't realize it was going to cost me $10,000 and I thought I can get away with $2,000. And then I looked at the airfare and that was not the case. So, uh, but no, like Chrissy, go into some ballpark pricing and things like that. What, what's some like really, truly expectations that are going to get out of it? Was that a question for Lamar or for me? Oh, uh, for you. Sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Okay. Zoom cut out there for a second. Oh, good. Um, could you repeat the last part of that question again? So uh, trying to set expectations for uh, what, what kind of ballpark pricing people are trying to do, like just some okay, general gotcha. ideas of, you know, here, let's, let's have a reality check essentially. Yeah. Well, I can tell you where we're not going to start. So, I mean, a lot of times a bride will come to us with about, a, and they think or uh, the $1,000 per person for a week-long vacation is going to be enough. And really, you're not going to get anything anywhere for $2,000. You know, once you kind of get into the threes range, you can start getting into a really nice resort in Mexico and places like that. You can find places under there, but it's going to be the bottom barrel budget on brands that I just don't feel comfortable booking. Mm -hmm. um, the food's not going to be of, of the right quality. 
Um, and honestly, too, if you got a bride from Birmingham, they want good food. I mean, we're lucky here in the Birmingham market. We got some good restaurants. And so our, our, our wedding, our brides and grooms tend to be a lot pickier eaters. And so, um, so I would definitely say that and upwards. But um, really, too, we do need to know the bottom line budget. And that needs to include excursions, um, how much you are going to plan. If, if the resort that we end up is going to include tips uh, or if the tips need to be separate, service charges, all of that kind of needs to be factored in and also travel insurance. I mean, we need to know kind of down bottom of the line what all of this is going to be to see where we can kind of place you. And then we've got our wiggle room, um, if, whether we're gonna do an all-inclusive or we know how much we need to take out with, the, with them for food, if it's going to be more of like a, you know, a nice hotel where they, they go into the town and eat every day. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, uh, and I, I'm glad you mentioned like the $2,000 mark because, you know, my goodness, if people actually thought about it for a second, they'd realize, Oh, airplane tickets is probably a majority of that. Uh, and then now let's talk about, Oh, we have to eat food's good. And then I love the fact about the Birmingham, like we're, we're a foodie city. And so we love, we have a, a high expectation on food. Very true. Uh, which is pretty funny. So, so Lamar, from your standpoint, so she talked about, you know, there, there's some large budgets that can be uh, used here for honeymoons and stuff, but it almost sounds like, you know, you have to kind of figure out what makes sense. And then also even in comparison, because, hey, you just had a honey, like you're, you're booking your honeymoon, which means you just had a very expensive event called a wedding. Right. Um, and so, you know, my goodness, that's thousands upon thousands of dollars. When does it make, like, when's the cutoff or when's the, when's the reality? I don't want to get married and all of a sudden have $30,000 of debt from our wedding and honeymoon. Uh, what's the, what's the reality check there, Lamar, from like a budget standpoint? I think there's a, there's a one size fits all kind of like Christy's saying, it's really going to depend on the situation. I mean, they've got to decide, okay, you know, we're going to have our wedding, our reception, we have fun, but really the honeymoon's most important to us. Maybe that's something to think about. And that needs to be thrown into it, the whole pile of money. And they've got to decide, you know, got to figure out, like, are they, do they have friends and family giving them extra money to help them with this? Um, is this something they've got to come up with their own? And they're not treated like any other budget item. They're going to have to figure out, okay, how much can I put towards this goal that I want to have? How much am I going to save? And then, you know, what do we get on top of that? So it just depends on the family. Um, but yeah, I mean, easily, you know, we're easily talking, you know, five to $10,000 easily for a decent, you know, on upwards of 10000 for the decent vacation for the honeymoon, what they want to do. So yeah, they got to start saving and think about this ahead of time. It can't be last minute. Oh, I'm getting married next month. I guess I want to go on a honeymoon. Well, that's more. Just throw it on the credit card. Yeah. And as she mentioned too, some of the things that really kill them on there are food. Food, no matter what, in any budget, always ends up hurting them somehow, especially going overseas. You're like, oh, food is not included. I've got to eat, go out to eat every night. Well, that gets a little bit expensive. Room service, going out to eat, that that's a killer right there. Um, can't go down to the local Piggly Wiggly and get what you need. Um, not that easily all the time. Yeah, and you use the wrong credit card, all of a sudden you've got all those foreign exchange fees too. That'll kill you oh, too. So <laughs> going and going and going, yeah. Oh, yeah. That just makes it hard. Um, okay, so I mean, it sounds like, you know, there's some reality checks. There's a lot of details that people may not account for, uh, but it is something that's going to happen, right? Uh, we're basically going to go, you know, when we start booking these things, like you have to basically look at every item because it adds up. Even it seems small at first, but when you times it times, two people for five days or seven days, all of a sudden that $10 per whatever got became a couple hundred dollars and didn't even realize it. Or even, and that's something I want to just, so the final part of this episode, uh, what we're talking about here is 
Uh, kind of some basic tips to look out for. I know we've kind of touched on some already. Right. This is this is the takeaway. So this is the part where um, if you made it this far in the episode, this is where you can probably pull out a notepad and jot down some things to look at. Um, because that's, this is the real, the, the real stuff in terms of you probably haven't thought about it or you did or and it's not a priority to you, but now we're going to make sure you understand why it should be a priority even looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a list here and... Uh, I know um, one is, so we're talking about hidden fees. So Christy, I'm sure there are a million hidden fees that people do not think about uh, that really they should be brought to light more often until they're too late and already there. Uh, So what are some hidden fees that people just brush over, don't even cross their mind and it gets real expensive? So service fees would be the big one at like an all-inclusive resort. So some of them um, will include program where it's called limitless all-inclusive where literally spa treatments everything like that are included in the the entire experience however the service fees are not they're not expensive but if you are going in for multiple spa treatments day in day out or you're doing multiple excursions that 25 percent surcharge can add up to hundreds of dollars at the end of the at the end of the stay so it's just something if you plan on using that many of the amenities on the resort side of your trip you need to make sure that you've accounted for that in your budget so that would be probably one of the biggest hidden fees that we see. Okay. Um, and then I think there's been mentions of like travel insurance and things like that. Uh, tipping and things of tipping, that nature. Yeah. Uh, I would say, so travel insurance, I mean, is that something that definitely should be looked at no matter what happens? Yeah, I, it's to the point where if a client is going abroad, I really don't even feel comfortable booking the trip unless they're looking at travel insurance. Okay. Um, and it's not as much, it, one, you want to insure your investment. That's number one. You know, you mm-hmm. are spending a lot of money on your honeymoon. Um, and so you want to ensure that if something were to happen, you get sick before you go. Um, any, any covered reason, somebody has a loss of a job. Uh, something, you know, hurricane is coming and you can't leave your home or, or the destination is going to be impacted and you want to kind of cancel the trip and rebook. You want to ensure that investment. But to me, the biggest issue, and this is where a lot of people don't understand this, and I, we have to explain it over and over again to our clients, is that um, medical insurance is not covered in your destination. Your, your Blue Cross Blue Shield plan, your United Healthcare, your Aetna, that is domestic only. So once your boots hit the ground or you're on that cruise ship, you're at the mercy of whatever health department costs are there. So you can be in the hospital in Mexico and be told that your broken leg is now $10,000 up front unless you have some travel insurance. So um, that is huge to have that medical coverage when you're gone. So even if a client isn't doing cancellation coverage with us, we make sure they have some sort of pack and go policy that gives them that, that medical insurance when they're traveling. Nice. It kind of scares me almost. I mean, you make me kind of nervous. <laughs> it's like, oh gosh. Like, I actually remember um, my parents had gone to Switzerland and my mom was stepping off of a bus and slipped and her leg went up underneath the bus and she ended up like uh, messing up her knee, but she had to go to the hospital there and it was a big ordeal. Um, but yeah, it's, it's scary because you just don't know. Um, I think she had some proper, I think things were set up properly. So it wasn't a big deal from a financial standpoint, but it's still terrifying. Like people don't think about getting hurt, you know, spe- especially if you're doing a honeymoon, you know, you're young typically and you're like, ah, I'm not going to get hurt. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then you do. So, 
Very good. Uh, so some other quick tips there. Uh, so going to Lamar, talking about payment plans and, you know, even the cost of like what time of the year traveling and stuff like that. So what, what's some general like tips on how should you, like, what's a real expectation on payment plans and like, you know, that type of thing? Well, you know, payment plan kind of, kind of mean what you're going to be able to pay, I guess you could say. Um, it's better to save the money on your own and, and, you know, work with Chris to be able to pay her however they have that worked out. Usually they have something worked out and it's not like credit or anything like that, but it's, it's a way to not only to pay it all at once. But, you know, if you could save the money and you pay it all at once, they're not going to deny that either. Um, some things to think about, though, also, I know she was talking about that, but um, clothing. People got to think about, okay, what do I need? What am I going to wear? Where am I going? If, if for example, in the South, we've got a little bit of everything. Clothing-wise, we're going to be ready to go in a warm or cold, depending on where we go. But, you know, do we need an extra bathing suit? Do we need some extra clothes? Are we having a nice dinner one night? We've got to have a suit and tie. You know, do we need to rent that? What does that look like? Stuff like that. But you mentioned on time of the year to go. A lot of people rush and they rush and they rush and they want to leave right after the wedding and go. Well, why not take your time, find the best time of the year to leave. Maybe it's a few weeks later, maybe it's a month later. Get a better deal, no stress. Take your time, everything's packed and go then. Just some, just some things to think about. But I definitely would you know, help you out and not be, stressed, not be stressful at the same time too. Yeah, the, I think the last thing you want to do is take a honeymoon and then all you think about is the money you just spent. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Because uh, there's it's nothing relaxing place. about that. Uh, yeah. I, I honestly, I think paying off it sounds weird. Paying off your honeymoon before you have it, so yeah. then you it's called all, saving. It's called saving for your honeymoon. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Paying that's off is after the honeymoon. Uh, but no, that's saving for your honeymoon before you have it. So when you get on that airplane, you, everything is already taken care of, right. and you are. You know, you just go enjoy it. That's the whole point, right? You know, you're not supposed to, I mean, that's the last thing you want to do is sit there and worry about your vacation that you're trying to pay for while you're trying to have a vacation. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That doesn't do a whole lot of good, does it? And so anyway, well, good. All right, guys. So we've, we've reached the end of this, um, really great information across the board. Uh, I, th and it actually, it went longer than I expected it to, but at the same time, we had good information to talk about. So thank you all again for taking your time out to talk to me. Uh, this has been really good. And I hope to have more sessions like this in the near future so we can basically help people out, uh, help them learn a little bit from actual experts, people in the field, uh, different industries, and kind of you know get rid of those questions and myths about stuff because I thought this was really good for honeymoons. And just travel in general, I think, because travel is, is tough right now in terms yeah. of what's, what makes sense and what doesn't. But Anyway, thank you all again for taking your time, and then uh, we'll talk to each other soon.